obviously it was just the, the feeling of, I wouldn't say panic, but the feeling, the rushed feeling to get everything that you essentially need to get by for the next few days or weeks, I guess. Uh, we don't know how long, but uh, essentially we just got to stay. We grabbed what we could, which was essentially our loved ones. My parents were in the vehicle behind me um, and our kids. My wife is thankfully able to grab that one and I took the pets in my trucks. Residents fleeing the blazes have had to drive near billowing smoke. The sky, orange and apocalyptic near Yellowknife, making it hard to drive. It's a journey. People are rushing south to Alberta cities like High Level, Edmonton and Red Deer. Many have had to drive for 12 hours at least. Some drive through the night. We made the decision to leave last night um, and uh, got going really quickly. We had our camping gear with us. We, we knew we'd need to stop along the way. It's a, a very long drive that everyone leaving Yellowknife is facing, um, not one that we normally do in, uh, in one day. Um, so uh, it, it has been going okay. The, the roads were better than we expected. There was um, still some fire visible from the roads uh, around Yellowknife and around Enterprise, but um, other than extreme smoke, um, it was, um, it seemed safe. There were pilot cars and um, we're just really grateful and happy to be out. Lines at gas stations along the route stretch for hours and many people don't have much with them. We had some go bags ready with uh, a couple days worth of clothes and some basic toiletries. Um, everything else we grabbed was like uh, sentimental items, um, a, a quilt that my, my mom made uh, for us for our wedding, um, a blanket that my husband's uh, Oma made for him, um, a lot of blankets, but uh, that was those were the things we knew we couldn't replace. Fires destroyed 90% of Enterprise, a hamlet in Northwest Territories that evacuated earlier this week. It's something Yellowknife residents fear. No one knows when they'll get to go home and what will be left. Cell service is spotty. That means people go hours without access to their phones or social media. And they say it's impossible to contact family and friends who are still on the road, or worse, still back home. I have a lot of friends who are, who are there with the efforts that have stuck around to, to make sure that they have the resources and the bodies they need to, to battle the blood. Hi, welcome to the program, uh, award-winning writer Jim Earl, and the impressionable impressionist Martha Previtt. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hi. Great. Thanks. How great are to you today? It's awesome. an honor to be honor to be here. Uh, well, Great White North, North, North of Forty Eight. Uh, I would say, Jim. America's hat. <laughs> if you turn it upside down, what <laughs> <it> would be? <laughs> That's right. Or like a, America's dunce cap, right? That's right. Cana yeah. Canadians. Yay! Um, I want to talk about fire, if you guys don't mind, Hawaii. Uh, just a terrible devastation in Hawaii. And um, as you just seen from Yellowknife, there's 20,000 people uh, going on a 14-hour drive out of the uh, Northwest Territories to get to safety. Um, there's quite a few. Uh, uh, are they fire refugees or are here in town now? I, I'm up in Edmonton. And... Um, Unfortunately, uh, Kelowna right now is on high alert. There's 4,500 homes that are um, in a state of emergency right now. <laughs> Anyways, I want to break your head just a bit. Climate warning. Forest fires, CO2 is going up in the atmosphere. 
Another 3.5 degrees, and apparently we'd have reached the, the height of temperature in the world 600,000 years ago, which is quite the accomplishment. 600,000 years ago, the Arctic had flora, fauna, and mastodons. Not moose, mastodons. Right. So, uh, so my question to you is: Should we push it? Should we get up to that and have a have a nice uh, environment for everybody, or should we uh, maybe be a little conscientious of what's happening in the world right now? What are the What are the two things that you can do as the average person that can have an immediate impact? I recycle. Well, besides that, I bring my cans in for deposit let's keep it clean okay we don't have to go into that <laughs> sexual innuendo all right okay i just asked a simple question walter it may i call you walter <laughs> may I, yes may, you, may, yes you may okay wally I, I i asked you a simple question and it was what are the two things that the average person can do that would have an immediate impact on helping to mitigate a climate catastrophe. Does it involve puppets? Okay, three things. What are the three things you can do? First is puppetry. Puppetry? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go with that. The second is? is is like California is about to do in 2024, ban small gasoline engines like leaf blowers and lawnmowers. <clears throat> ban them. Ban them. So you're going to have to get the roll them, roll them lawnmowers to. No, no, no. Grass, or you're just not going to have grass. Is that they're going to uh, help subsidize uh, landscapers with uh, electric, uh, electric alternatives? Lawnmowers. Wow. Yes, and well, the, it is blowers. a thing up here. Yes. Yeah. And the third is you burn the grass. No, you burn the clean coal to power the power plant to make electricity to charge your battery. For the lawnmower, okay. Uh, you know that's that's kind of a fallacy there. That's kind of a that's a red herring. That's, a red a red herring. Yeah, I mean, you're making it sound like uh, the gasoline engine is not as efficient as an electric engine, and to power an electrical engine is it takes much less coal burning. And there's also solar uh, charging that everybody can do. What about nuclear? What are your thoughts on that? I'm not in favor of something that has uh, you know, dangerous waste. Okay. Uh, I think I think that's I think we learned enough with uh, Three Mile Island and the like. Right. I mean, if there's if there if it was a way to right to handle See, that where we didn't have uh, nuclear waste, that would help. It would help. And the third, yeah. the third thing is, what is stop. Three? The third thing is stop eating so much fucking meat. Just adjust your diet, you fucking pigs. Stop torturing animals. Stop killing yourselves with meat, and you you will have an immediate impact on farmland around you, on forests, on the air, on your body. Eat leaves. Well, you leaves. You will never win a hot dog eating contest with that attitude, Jim. Oh. 
As I said to keep it clean. Are we going in that direction again? I don't understand this. Right. Okay. So you think, and and a lot of people think, I just want to clarify this, that if people become vegetarians, that would help with the CO2 and the methane production in this world, right? To yes. It's, that's about that's about a quarter to one third of the total, total uh, uh, gas emissions. Okay. Now, uh, at, at, le at least in the meat, in the, production of uh agriculture right. it's 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 a huge impact in agriculture well i, you know, I most I, most of agriculture is used to grow meat well being from alberta you know we um we like our grain-fed beef however what has happened is all these cows go into these meat packing plants um they're fed grain, which they don't normally eat. They only eat a small amount. And they get diseases. And these diseases are, are in the meat as it's processed because uh, they, yeah, the E. coli and stuff, which was very rare back in the day. And then that hamburger you could be eating could be 100 different cows. Yes, meat glue. Yeah, meat glue or slime, pink slime. So and, okay. Uh, so what? What? Sorry, are you saying we should go out and shoot all our cows, leave them to rot, or can we use them? Uh, I, I'm saying that we should stop eating so much meat. Let we should cows, let our cows go out into the wild like they belong. Well, you're you know you've pets. already you've already created a problem. Yes. And you want to perpetuate a problem by making an excuse for perpetuating the problem. Good you point. have too many too many cows because. We have a horrible meat-based diet yes. in this country. I agree. And I'm sorry, you know, let the you're, you, pro you probably will have to kill a lot of the cows, you and that's it. Yeah, you probably wouldn't know this nowadays, but like um, the size size of a chicken is way bigger than it was back in the '60s. Oh, I know that. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they got three-breasted chickens now, apparently, and they can't walk or can't glide. And uh, they're just made for, for the meatpacking industry. Uh, but I think the chicken, too, is fed with uh, saline or water to uh, to make it uh, way more at time of packing. Uh, so we're paying more for a meat that's not as good as it was in the 60s, I guess. Filling them with uh, antibiotics, chemicals. Right. And creating chickens that can't walk. And... Uh, but not only that, we're just torturing animals. I mean, we have a horrible animal holocaust in this country. You could drive up and down the uh, Central Valley of California, and it's literally one freaking animal concentration camp uh, horror uh, after another. And you can right. smell it. There's a whole ozone layer over a hole in the ozone layer over each one of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think everybody who eats meat should be forced to go on a tour of one of these places right well uh for my own families and we have a farm and stuff but our meat eating consumption has gone way way down and that's due to health concerns plus plus the way you feel about um not eating animals but it's still a fact of life up here anyways so it's, it's moral reasons ethical reasons environmental reasons right uh, Fair enough. Health reasons. 
So this picture on 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 my left here, uh, that's actually Kelowna. That's the Okanagan Lake, and this is a recent picture. Uh, yesterday, I believe, and um, West Kelowna is on uh, on fire, and there's approximately 150,000 people there. Wow. Right, and uh, this one's Maui. And the devastation um, on that island. And there are some conspiracy theories, Jim and Martha. I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. There are uh, about how it started. And, Was it the jab? Well, <laughs> they're talking. Well, okay, that's another another issue that maybe we could get into yet. Okay. Um, but uh, let me show you. Um, hey, and I wanted to share some local updates. Shocking, or maybe not. Did you hear about the fires? Did you hear that the government of Hawaii states our goal is to rebuild and make the entire island of Maui the first smart island? They want the entire island governed by AI is outlined in the Hawaii Digital Government Summit of 2023 that they plan to host next month on September 25th, 2023 on Maui. Wow. Now they're gonna to come to the rescue for this horrible problem. And last January in 2023, there was a smart city conference in Maui to turn Maui again into the smart city island, pushing everything electric, making 15 minute smart cities. And there was also a contract last year to build a high rise condo complex and businesses in Lahaina, which is a historic town that couldn't have any new development in this area. But now it's demolished. So now I guess they have to rebuild, right? We spent the morning trying to find places to volunteer to help. We feel helpless. There's so much going on. There's people who need assistance. We went to the War Memorial Shelter, which has, we learned has been taken over FEMA by FEMA. They've taken a whole bunch of supplies. People do not know where they're going. They don't trust that they're actually going to be delivered to people in need. In past FEMA situations, after disasters, they found containers full of supplies that were never given to the people. And if you go to the War Memorial, people are being told to go there if you need assistance. They are turning everyone away, saying that it's not a distribution center. Space lasers. Buddy, what do you think? You think that did it? Was she saying that? Space lasers? Well. I'm not going to say she said it, but she said it's something odd going on here. I just didn't like her speaking style. Too many, well, you know, I didn't even hear anything. She, I couldn't, I just turned off right there with that. Did you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Well, let's, um, let's, uh, John Hayes has a question. I think it's on what we were talking about prior. John? That's not a question. It's uh, almost total agreement with the, the Stop eating meat, basically, and dairy products. But everybody who's in here probably knows that. They heard it from me too many times. But not enough times at the same time, because I don't know if hardly anybody here has actually changed their diet. Uh, I find it very frustrating to constantly go on about this and get the same excuses. Some people have valid excuses. That roughly, I'd say 97% of meat is through uh, factory farming, which is horrific, as we know. But somehow, 97% of the people I talk to about this seem to be those three percenters that get 
humane, haha, meat and dairy products, which I find mathematically impossible. Or they have other excuses, or they'll use a justification of other people, people who live in a food desert, which is a problem. I absolutely agree with that. But a lot of people are saying, well, what about people who, are, who live in countries where they can't do this or where they have, they have no other options? That's them. That's a separate thing. But that's not your reason. That's not your excuse. What about free-range cows, if you only eat those? Well, that's what you're, you're just saying, what I was just mm -hmm. saying, basically. It seems like most of the people who come back at me are saying that they're the ones who have the humane stuff. And a lot of that humane stuff is just bullshit, so to speak, perfectly. Um, it's less hellish. It's not great. There are some that truly are relatively uh, decent, the lifespan of their animals, but they do end up slaughtering them. Nonetheless, that's, that's the case. But most of them are tortured, basically, for their whole short lifetimes in uh, cathos, concentrated feed. I'm going to agree with that very much. Yes, yes, yes. Can't mm -hmm. argue. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't think women should be allowed to play miniature golf because, first of all, they don't take it seriously. Secondly, um, they always laugh when you hit the hit the clown's mouth and it doesn't go into the uh, the hole. Okay. <clears throat> so, so this is a critique on Martha laughing at you playing golf, Jim. I don't think this is the same thing, it, it, right? <laughs> You're a bad mini golfer. That's I've never. Said. I haven't had the. Uh, uh, courage to in invite Martha out for some miniature golf, but I would just to prove my point. I'm going to break your head here, I think, uh, with this next one. Trick us that this is real snow. You'll see it's not melting and it's going to burn. Snow don't burn. Snow fucking melts. No water, no dripping, no nothing. If I put this shit in the microwave, it's going to start sparking because there's language in it. So you see that? No way. No melting. It gets harder. Try it again. It's not melting. It's not water. It's just burning. Put it closer. What the hell? There's more. Another one because people say fresh ice for fresh snow for all the haters. black didn't melt come on flame there's a flame come on not melting and turning black it's not melting See? is that why you have so many fires up in canada yeah our flammable snow that's right <laughs> that is that's that's very right so what she's describing is um burning snow to prove it's fake and it's not apparently um 
where they're trying to light snowballs on fire because they think the snow is fake. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a scientific process called sublimation. That's not snow. That's crack cocaine. Can they afford that much crack cocaine? If it's Canada, it's crack cocaine. Take my word for it. Well, I hate to say it, but this isn't this is southern state snow. This is the snow in the in the southern US. Uh, you mean they're importing it? They're they're making they're trying to make sure that Bill Gates gets the blame for this. Uh he thinks it's um they call it fake snow and it's been seeded by the environmentalist Bill Gates. What happens is the snowballs appear to uh don't appear to melt, they burn. No water, no dripping, no nothing. And they believe there's metal inside the snow and that Gates is somehow to blame. And apparently it's just that um, it turns into water vapor. So it hasn't had time to to drip, to melt. It just turns Can into you put it in your vape pipe? You probably could. Smoke a snowball. Vape a snowball today. And the darkness on it is, is just soot from the, from the flame. Right. Yes. Yes. That's it. You know, um, well, at least in Southern U.S. snow, right? So I don't know what kind of snow you guys got in Maine, but. We have the best snow on earth. I want to see you uh, in, in the wintertime, try to burn a snowball, see what happens. Okay. okay? Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> but uh, conspiracy theories. So you have another one here. You're. Your former president, is he 45, has been indicted. And um, uh, he's trying to push the jury trial or the trial out to 2026 after the election. Do you think that will happen or will he be brought to child trial during the election? I think it will happen before or during the election. Can he run if he's on trial? Yes. Legally, yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. it appears so. Well, wasn't that uh, that guy who was in bars in in jail? Jeez, we should everybody should know Debs. Wasn't he in jail and he ran? Yes, Eugene Debs. Yes, he was. Right, yes. and he he got actually quite a percent of the vote, right? From ten or so. percent or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, and that was that was back in a day when uh, when people didn't have as much education as they do now. You know, my great great uh, great grandfather, who's up uh, on the wall up there, mm -hmm. was part of the Kansas State uh, Socialist Fusion Party. Okay, uh, turn of the last century. So, if there was a fire at your place, like the forest fires, would you take great grandpa off the wall and bring him with you? <clears throat> yes, I would, because okay. it's the only copy of that picture. That's very important to know because there's a woman in Kelowna who was taking a deer head out of her house. It was one of her treasured um, keepsakes. And it was only an eight-pointer, so, I mean, why bother? We would take all of our koalas. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> First. And how, ma how many do we have now, honey? 31. 31 koalas? Yes. Really? How many eu yeah. eucalyptus trees do you have? None. Well, you have zero. Koalas. They eat basil, surprisingly. It's, it's a, a great 
um, thing. They eat a lot of things in the garden. We have romaine lettuce, red leaf lettuce, and basil. They take a particular liking too. Okay, so can I ask you your garden? Is it is it been productive this year? Well, so far we've had a lot of rain. Um, we don't have a tomato harvest yet because they're just ripening. They're just starting to ripen, and we've experienced a a lot of blight. A lot of the leaves are falling off and drying up from all of the rain and supposedly from the lack of sunlight. Um, and the warmer temperatures, which can also affect the ripening of the tomatoes, which has never really happened here. Usually by now, I'm I'm deep into a big uh, um, pot of tomato sauce cooking, uh, and we haven't had any any tomatoes yet. Um, so we've had to go actually to the the farm store down the street. They have beautiful tomatoes. Um, let me see. I might have a picture that I can show you of the ones we just got today. Um, let's see. Uh, I put them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can show visuals. Yeah. I oh, sure can. There oh, we are. Look at, look at the koala. Yes. Look um, at the tomatoes. Those are the beautiful organic tomatoes that we got at uh, a little farm stand called Frinkle Pod Farm. And they're an organic um, farm down the street from us in Arundel, Maine. And uh, they make, uh, they grow actually beautiful um, organic produce. And we're lucky to have them because our tomatoes don't look like that yet. There's no, no comparison. Wow. Um, and we do get a lot of our herbs there too, and make a lot of our pesto and, uh, we get seedlings, um, from them as well for our garden. Um, mm. uh, we've had a lot of red and, uh, green leaf lettuce. Um, we just started, uh, growing a new batch of romaine lettuce, oh, right uh, on. which the slugs seem to enjoy, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But the, the artichokes, I, I had artichokes three years ago. Those haven't um, started to bloom or anything yet mm -hmm. uh, with all of the the bugs, like the ants, the aphids, the slugs. Um, and with all the rain, it's been a very difficult growing season. And even for the um, the farmers down the street, they've they've said the same thing. Um, a lot of their potatoes and carrots are just mush. Yeah. Um, because of all the rain. Yeah. The the potatoes will get um, a skin. It's not a disease. It's just part of it because they got so much water and it gets scabby. I found when you have a water season and my cabbage this year, we had the same thing. All of a sudden we had a lot of water and my cabbage exploded. And all the slugs underneath. Hoy, hoy, hoy. I asked you to keep it clean, Walter. <laughs> Okay. Now you're talking about slugs under <laughs> underneath your uh, whatever. Can hey, speaking of speaking of artichokes, you hear about the guy who wanted to uh, kill his wife, but he's real cheap, so uh, he uh, called up this uh, guy who was known for killing people, but he was you know he's for next to nothing. This guy named Crazy Artie. <laughs> so he calls up crazy Artie and say hey i need my uh my wife killed uh how much how much will it cost he says only a dollar so uh Artie asks, hey well 
give me some patterns. Where will she be tomorrow night? And uh, and the, the guy says, well, uh, my wife will be at the supermarket um, at noon. And so uh, Artie, next day, Artie goes to the supermarket and uh, looks for the guy's wife. Um, spots her and uh and and strangles her and uh then he sees oh two witnesses see him and so he, he has uh, naturally he has to uh strangle the other two and he runs out of the uh, uh out of the supermarket next day headlines read crazy Artie. no wait a minute <laughs> next next day headlines read Artie chokes three for a dollar at alpha beta <laughs> Follow that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, as you get older, you get you get these uh, these private things uh, done to you, like uh, colonoscopy. Colon Can you help me with the name here? Colonoscopy. Yeah, we call that a Jim Earl up here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm honored. You're welcome, uh, John. You have a have a question. Or is that an old hand? Oh, that's an old one. I'll lower it. Oh, way to, way to screw up the broadcast, John. You know this is being recorded for the masses, right? Both of them. That's what editing's for. I, and you know, well, uh, M Melania Trump is here tonight. Uh, can really? she say a few words? Do you have uh, time for this? I have more than enough time for Melania. Do you have time for Melania? Uh, we, we all do. Um, I heard she didn't want to be bothered during this... Um, litigation and the uh and the election going on am i mistaken well there's some some truth to that uh i, I would think uh well why don't you ask her about it see what she has to say walter yeah i thought you were going to stay out of sight and be quiet uh, melania what happened hello. hello hello it is me for those of you who do not know me it is i melania trump Okay. Do you have a question? Jim, do you got one quicker? <laughs> well, I think Walter wanted to know about uh, your husband and, and the, the indictments. Yes, please. We need a fucking break already. Please stop asking about Tonel Trump and his foreign indictments today. Okay? Already? Oh, hold on. I didn't mean to, uh, to upset you, Melania. Uh, I'm sorry. What is the big deal about getting indicted anyway? It is common practice, like in Melania's short film, Indicted, which Ted and Melania are penetrated in all three holes by this guy named Dick, which is also a clever play on word Dick, which has double meaning. Google it, okay? Okay, James never, Joyce couldn't write better complex imagery, okay? I've never seen that video. Never have. Is, was that straight to DVD? Yes. DVD? The, on the video. It's a video. It's a video. It was straight to beta. Straight to beta. VHS tape. And enough with the erection probes and the obstructions. Tonel always have big obstruction. 
this is why he always has look on face like he is straining on a tub of year-old meat glue, which happens to be a lot more than you might think. Well, uh, what, 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 how do you envision a, a third term or a second term uh, of your husband? Maybe I get cover a vogue. Okay, that could happen. If Tana were pepsodent, he would have declared COVID emission accomplished long before Biden did. Biden only killed 800,000 COVIDs in three years. Pepsodent Donald could have doubled that, given a chance, but poor Tonel have big obstruction. But who really cares about all these indictments, right? Melania is living her own life now with her own bank account on wing of Melania Compound, a brand new Capital One Escape the Law bonus cash check back travel card. For every dollar I spend running from the law, I get 1% back on my next Brazilian booty lift. It's a winning winning. Brazilian what? What lift? What? Brazilian booty lift. Give me a fucking break already. You never mm. heard? No, I never, never heard of a booty. Oh, Brazilian. Okay. It's a winning winning. You see, one indictment, you see them all. I stopped counting after three. It is not Melania's problem because Melania not involved. Melania did nothing but witness unspeakable eating habits, overhear countless conspiracies, and sign legal papers transferring Qurans into offshore bank accounts. Totally normals. I want nothing to do anything with it. Tonel is in New Jersey hitting balls with stick while Melania likes to spend summer in Manhattan penthouse watching people on street burst into flames. That said, I am obligated to say Tonel can lead us towards greatness and prosperity once again. Oh, and my son is not serial killer. Oops, did I just say that? Sorry. I do not care, do you? Give me a fucking break already. Click on the link below and buy my B-Best boxes manufactured in Uruguay and by genuine orphans. Bye-bye and suck it, America and Canada. Manufactured where? Uruguay. Why do you have your B-Best boxes manufactured in, in Uruguay? Because the children's makes them. Oh, okay. Yes, genuine orphans. They are cheaper. Yes, of course. The child labors. What What are in the B best boxes, by the way? All of the B best things you can imagine. Like potatoes, maybe. Yes, yes. If they're B best potatoes, the B best. Toenail clippers, the best um, kind of sealant for the face when you need a little lift. Be sounds best. Like, sounds like a survival box. 
if you're leaving home, have a B-Best box. Yes. Have you been pump, pumping tire tire sealant into your buttocks for the Brazilian uh, butt lift? I heard. I read that's what they use. They use just cement and tire sealant. I was just wondering if if that's the route you go. That is that is the plan. Well, that doesn't sound very safe. Excuse Ooh, me. Who? Who do you think I've? Who? I really don't care. Do you? Are you all right? Are you, did you sit on attack? What's happening? What's happening where you are? Do you need the sealant? Give me a fucking break already, okay? I'm over and secret out. Oh, that was abrupt. I, I guess she doesn't want to talk anymore. It's understandable being a very busy uh, ex-first lady. <clears throat> Thank there you is ex-first lady right there. Hurricane oh. Hillary. She is going to California. Ex-first lady. Give me a fucking break already. What's I am she... former first lady, not nude model. And uh, Hillary was never a nude model. Right. No, she was not prostituted either, like Kamala, Halalala, Ding Dong, Harris, I, Shambhalaya. I was, was going to ask if you ever get back home. No, I do not make it back home. I bet Slovenia. Is it Slo Slovenia? Is, is your your home country? Yeah, Slovenia. So isn't your mom there? No, my parents, uh, I believe they live here in the United Kingdom of Tandy Corporation. Hey, thanks sure. very much for joining us. Thank you. And remember, don't get sick. It is waste of time. Hmm. Thank you very much for that tip. Thank you, everybody. Future, uh, future First Lady of the United States again. Right. Melania Trump. Thank you. So Thank you. If he won, would he be 47 or would he still be 45? He would be 45 and 47, right? I guess how, that's how they count him. Uh -oh. Thank you. Rodrigo has a question. Is he going to derail the conversation once more? I mean, you get a flow going and then here in comes Rodrigo. Hi, Rodrigo. Go ahead. What's Hi. your question? Uh, I wanted... Uh... Gmail's opinion on this article I posted about Ethiopia, where the aid stopped because there was a corruption scandal and at least 1,400 people have now died of starvation since the health diet, since the aid stopped. But also, uh, there's some good news because Lula announced a $300 billion investment for transitioning Brazil's economy to a green economy. Thank you. I think, Rodrigo, you should go towards the end of the show from now on. Just saying. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, you... I, I agree with the, the the latter. I think that's a good thing. The former, I'm not familiar with. I I'm not in favor of what's happening in Ethiopia. I think that's a bad thing. I don't want to stick my neck out here, but I, you know, I think mass starvation. I am not for that, um, unless it's for parts of uh, the United States, like Beverly Hills. Maybe the Upper East Side of Manhattan. 
just to clear it up for the audience, uh, Rodrigo's talking about Ethiopia's Tigray crisis. Uh, deaths from starvation after aid was halted. 1,400 have died since a food corruption scam was uncovered in April. So it's a very good point. Thank you for bringing that up. So changing track here, can I get your, you probably heard this song and everything. Can I get your impression on this song? There's a there's a there's a chorus in here, and I, and I'll cut it down for the podcast. But there's a chorus in here that might be problematic. Do you, do you got a minute to listen to it, guys? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I always value your guys's opinion. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in the new world With an old soul These rich men north the rich men Just miners on an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the whole beast milking welfare What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is All it is Is that it? He got a, he got a lot of uh, controversy over using a welfare line on it And when I listen to it I don't listen to it the same way As, as some people who are are uh, uh putting them down because he just says he says at the end of, end of his chorus that it's the government putting everybody down i quite like the song i like the tune well you'd have to listen to it a couple of times and, i i've i've seen the lyrics and he's blaming it, he's blaming uh yankees for his problem people the, north the, of rich, richmond rich, which would be washington right north of richmond yeah yeah, yeah. You shouldn't and, blame uh, Mansion, North of Mansion. He's blaming he's blaming fat people on welfare. That's what he thinks welfare is. Is he is he in the so you went through the lyrics and that that's your impression then? Yeah. Also, I just can't get past the fact that he's a little heavy. Well, no, his face looks like uh, a Lucille Ball's pussy when when she was eighty five, <laughs> and I can't get over that. Do you got pictures? Think... Do you got pictures? Photos? I. You know, that's that kind of question you'd ask 
a, a guy. Is it on the wall? But, would it uh, be one of the things that you would take if uh, the, the place was burning? All I can think of is Lucille Ball's Asian hoo-ha. <clears throat> and I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. You I don't were, think that's right. You're ginger hating here. I'm, you know, to each his own. Right. I'm just, you know, that's the way I am. No, no, no. That that's fair. I'm trying to wrap my head around it because I I think the tune is great. I think the words like uh, working all day for bullshit pay. I I really like some of the words on there. If uh -huh. if it's if he is denigrating people on welfare, then that's a that's a line he shouldn't have had in there. I wasn't so sure he was doing it. Just listening to it, and not looking at the lyrics. So, I think I think his lyrics are pretty cliche, and I think he's right. it's a cliche musically too. But that's that's yeah. what that's what music is. It's a cliche that you say over and over again, right? There's a lot of fecal matter in that beard. I'm another concerned. good point. That's another good point. I'm very concerned about his health and welfare with the amount of fecal matter that is enclosed in his facial hair. Well, he's that trying, happens. He bought a 20 acre um, uh, farmland and he's trying to make money to. Uh, populate it with with animals i guess to eat them maybe i don't know him personally he looks like he could eat some bacon on occasion okay. on more than one occasion so so it's not a song that would be able to bring working people right and left together then because of the welfare uh, comment maybe it doesn't appeal to me because i think I, I don't know what exactly he's trying to get at he makes some welfare uh comments i i believe and uh and then he makes uh, kind of digs at the uh, northerners. That's my perception. Okay. And uh, well, you know, yeah. uh, sweet, sweet Virginia, right? So yeah. And his red face just turns me on. I, you know, the, the face of Christ. What is he? He's look like he's he's on the toilet trying to pass a Big Mac or something. Well, when you listen to Celine, uh, it's Celine Tabasco, Dion. like Celine. Tabasco sauce. When you listen to Celine Dion, you don't look at her, do you? You just just listen. I don't listen to Celine Dion. You know, hey, I'm... Queen of Canada, <laughs> Queen of Canada, right there. Hey, you people put you Ukrainians people. in internment camps and labor camps. No, they they were Dukabors, and uh, there was the camp over at Kamloops, and they yeah, were you put, you put seventy thousand Ukrainians in forced labor camps, stole their money. You could put them in there for six years at least. Ruin their lives. I would say it would ruin their lives, yes. It'd be not something a country should be proud of. That or 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 with the indigenous schools. You know, sometime we'll have to play one of uh, of Jim's songs. <laughs> it's a catchy tune. It's it a catchy is. tune. I it's can guarantee earworm. you that. <clears throat> Fun for earworms. the whole family. Not the greasy an, grass song, but the world is an asshole, eh? It's an ear slug. Okay. Um can we talk about one more story or do you got time? Yeah. Okay. You um, know, I have to meet my stockbroker in about 30 minutes, but if you make it quick. What was the name of that song, uh, Martha? The world is a toilet and everyone's an asshole. That's the name? Yeah. Well, the world is a toilet. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, but. That's the, the whole verse then. Yeah. Okay, Maybe we'll end on that if you don't mind. Do you talk about welfare, people on welfare on that song, Jim? No. No. I no. talk about meat eaters. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about rent right now. If you, I'm going to have to.
to cut these episodes up here. But right. okay. let us talk. And I've got a story out of Vancouver. This is a 200, yeah, 200 square foot apartment in downtown East Side. This is your living room. This is the price. This was the start of a video by a real estate marketing company posted on TikTok and Instagram yesterday. But this was deleted after hundreds of comments pointed out that the tone was just a little off. Now, whether the video was genuine or intended as satire is unclear, as the company declined comment. What we do know is the apartment listing and the price was very real. This is the posting on Craigslist. This is the posting on the property management company's website. And who used to live in these units before they were renovated, you might ask? Often, people who didn't have anywhere else to go. For you see, the Lotus is an SRO. Many of the units have tenants renting for under $1,000 a month. And the Toronto-based company that owns the building have been offering people living in unrenovated units $15,000 to leave. So I'm talk with a lot of people from the buildings. They're like, yeah, no, that happens all the time. So to pay attention to that, I'm like, okay. And that's what we did. And we're still living here like chill, kind of. Juanita and her boyfriend are two of the many residents who have received those letters. They are students moving out in two months on their own volition. Others likely have less options, though. It's a situation that the city is alarmed about, but because the Supreme Court struck down their attempt to install vacancy controls, they have few options. For the time being, our hands are, are pretty much tied because the, the SRO housing bylaws that we have in place really only protect the typology of these sort of single-room occupant units. They don't protect the, 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 the price point. And all of this in a context of a rental situation that, even by Vancouver standards, is getting more and more difficult for those most in need. This is a chart. The average asking price for one bedroom in this city is now above $3,000, making a $2,000 unit, no matter how small, a comparative steal. Meanwhile, hours after the marketer deleted her video, the property management company deleted their Craigslist posting for the apartment. They didn't respond to a request for comment as to why it was removed. Neither did the Toronto-based owners of the property, making this story almost as much of a mystery as how anyone making under six figures affords this city. So it appears that um, rents are getting higher. Uh, people are you. You can't you can't live in Vancouver without a six-figure income anymore. And I don't know you don't like Vancouver, Jim, because they chased you out when you were on a comedy tour. No, Vancouver Island. That that was completely different. Oh, that was Victoria. Yeah, they're a little weird out there. A lot of British yeah. people out there. A lot of American yachts out there at uh, Vancouver Island too. Um, so the uh, the rentals, the um, people buying them and jacking up the rent. Um, they're saying they're renovating and kicking people out and then they're able to uh, uh, put the price up. Uh, in Maine, do you guys find that sort of thing? Are you guys faced with a, with a rental crisis or housing crisis as well? Definitely. There are, um, there's a big shortage of housing, especially apartments available in Maine. Um, and the, the, a lot of the housing here where we live in Kennebunk is uh um but but well jim you can i just lost my train of thought it's a lot of um winter rentals and people um using their homes as for airbnb purposes rather than renting them out year round they rent them um in the summertime and get like three times the amount of rent um and then the winter they get their you know two or three thousand dollars a month for a winter rental 
which is only limited to, you know, the, the winter months, um, usually October through May. So there's no year round um, affordable housing units anywhere um, in our community and in the surrounding area. And because of the, it's, it's a, it's vacation land and it's the sea coast and people want to be here. And a lot of people just come up to rent in the winter time um, and rent and people come in the summertime on vacation. Um, so it's very difficult to find uh, affordable housing year round um, in, in our community. Um, and we see people, you know, moving um from other other states buying homes up here and and using it for profit rather than to um, provide housing for the local people that live in the town that work in the community um, mm -hmm. there's a huge shortage of of housing available and and housing to purchase as well there's a very low housing stock um, there hasn't been any building uh, in Maine, and there's certainly a, a, a huge shortage of apartments um, for rent for people, working people. A lot, a lot of uh, uh, Maine is a, is an old state, meaning that it's got it's full of old white doughy people, and it's uh, it's it's like the rest of the country it's, it's slowly dying culturally and economically because uh they it can't attract it refuses to attract young people uh to keep to keep young people in the the state with any opportunities for uh success or or life or good and gainful employment and they're they don't let enough immigrants in to uh, enrich the 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 culture, and mm -hmm. uh, when they do, they just treat them like like shit, like servants. They put them up in uh, cheap hotels, and then when the summer months are gone and they're no longer needed at the resort hotels, off you go. There's no and housing. That's, that uh, immigrants that's what's happening. There's, I'm sorry, Jim. There's no, there's no apartments that an mm -hmm. immigrant could afford to possibly afford to live in in this community. I mean, there's a handful of apartments available for for Section Eight, um, and those are poorly managed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and it's it's a it's a really bad situation. You know, there are still a lot of homeless people in Maine. Um, living on the sides of the roads and under the underpasses, uh, not in our town because they'll arrest them. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was in uh, Portland, uh, the the biggest city north of of here. Um, mm -hmm. There's a huge homeless population, um, and it's it's very sad. They they have uh, refugees yeah. now. Uh, staying in where are they putting them now in hotels mm -hmm. yeah um, hotels. hotels and uh it, yeah and there's no yeah there, there there are no houses nobody can afford a house up here a lot of new yorkers and people from boston 
They wanted to get out of town during COVID. They wanted a place to take their, their families to get them away from the crowds. Just, you know, mm-hmm. just like the ancient uh, R- Roman senators did when they, hey, I want to get out of Rome. Let's go to Herculaneum or Vesuvius or whatever the hell, Pompeii, well, to, take to a vacation. Rate. And so, so oh, yeah. go ahead. There, there's, there's no, nobody can afford anything here. They buy these these houses up they buy the old houses up right and then they re flip them and nobody can afford to live in them buy them and burbank and los angeles the same way all these beautiful bungalows from the 19 teens and the 20s and 30s yes and uh our whole uh neighborhoods are bought up by uh, uh investment companies and hedge funds mm-hmm. and uh they bulldoze the bungalows and build condos ugly condos that nobody can fucking afford three thousand dollars for a one or two bedroom apartment in, in uh, these facilities it's and w- what's going to happen when the, the bubble happens nobody can afford anything these are going to become blights urban decay again right there's also uh right now speculators are in maui um it's right i i seen that in the chat there was a story about uh people being called to sell their property that just burnt down and um so trying to take yeah, advantage I the governor i think the governor is trying to so-called quote crack down on that whatever that means but we'll yeah. see what happens a right-wing uh talking point or a tucker point might be um well if everybody's in b&b's that means they have extra spendable money so isn't that good more people are rich oh okay so they got more disposable yeah, I don't cash know who these people that are. means the system's I, I, working right Absolutely, for them. That's for them. the whole point of it. Right. And LA for them. to the hotels uh, that they put people up in COVID, I was reading too in the LA Times, something about $2.1 million worth of damage that they uh asking the government to uh, give to uh, to a hotel so they could fix it. Yeah. I have no idea what that's about, but... Um, the homeless are there. being homeless are being displaced from the only places that they can li- really live can't live in and a then, van down by the river it's too expensive and then put in uh little internment facilities for a certain amount of time promised uh relief medical care and uh some kind of job opportunities and uh, which don't happen so they're back on the street again so they just they just shuffle them around they, they sweep them around the room or the city like their trash from one corner to the next, mm-hmm. but they're still there. I don't recall, and I think we've had this discussion a little bit before. I do not recall seeing as many homeless people as I do nowadays. Like uh, what you were talking about, Martha. Yeah, I seen mm-hmm. tents under the underpass when I was out at a drive-through. There's always somebody with a sign there, and um, because our economies are affordable. Are, yeah people that are on are low income that are making minimum wage can't afford to rent an apartment they don't they're not making enough to pay their rent and to to live and the same thing with everybody that's on on disability and the same thing with everybody that's on social security you know the the average i think probably the average social security check is twelve hundred dollars and and how can you rent an apartment 
and live if your your monthly income is twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You you can't even buy groceries, um, and you're expected to to get on a, a list to get a you know a, assistance for housing. That those lists are eight or ten years long before you come to the top of the list before you get assistance to to um, you know maybe get a, a an apartment that's affordable and those places are there are wait lists for those you, you you know it's that's why there's there's no housing for for poor people and retired people or people that get sick people that are struggling to pay for their prescriptions mm-hmm. is another big thing or struggling to pay for their medical bills or their dentists or you know any of the number of the things that are wrong with this country that uh, you know we have a a, a a messed up system of of healthcare and uh, people can't afford the basic necessities of life and then we're expected to pay 2 or 3000 dollars a month for rent you know this is just it's ridiculous um but you know we our, need our, to send our, more money to to Ukraine and to you know to the billions and billions of dollars we're spending funding um, wars proxy wars um, continuing on in the the great American tradition of um, and, and mistakes that we made in Afghanistan and Iraq and we're continuing that you know subsidizing. Um, Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and and they're getting the money but you know people here are on the streets and they're dying they don't have health care they don't have food and now they don't have housing so it's um it's um, our our economy is built on a house of cards our whole society is built on a house of cards because it's based on uh capitalism predatory capitalism and um, even you know, last year, Biden Biden was celebrating. Last year, Biden was celebrating the uh, what was it, two or five percent uh, cost of living increase in uh, uh, social security checks. Because mm-hmm. uh, every year, Hold on. Americans get Americans get a cost of living increase, a certain percentage. Not every year. Not every year. But not yeah, year? last year, no, only if Rayathon makes money that year, you get one. Mm. Yeah. There were several and, uh, years that there haven't been one, and I, that was a recent one. And and then when you get one, they're gonna they're gonna cut your food stamps because now you're making too much money. Yeah, yeah, they count that as income, added income. So the cost of living increase. Uh, I think they cut your Medicare out. too, though, don't they? If you make yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll, yeah, so they'll cancel you over... your public housing too. They'll go up on your rent if you're in public housing because now you're making an extra twenty dollars a month from your social security increase. And you know we're going to cut your food stamps and we're going to increase your rent. So go live under a bridge and die without health care because this is America. Oh. On that note. Yeah, well, I was just going to say that most of what you said uh, is true for Canada as well. We've got quite a few people who are buying houses and stuff. I wonder if one of the uh, the problems might be solved is uh, corporations can only buy apartments or make apartments. 
and single people can only have uh, or single families have one house plus maybe a cottage or something like that. I'm not sure. That was kind of the way it was, right? At one time, one one job you could uh, afford a new truck, afford a house, afford a cottage, take the kids to the lake. Those days seem my, to be my gone. My father, my father was a college professor, small town college professor, mm-hmm. and it, we could afford our own house, and uh, we built our own house, right on that on that salary. Awesome. And now it's just everything's bleak, ridiculous, predatory, exploitative, and sickening. And that can really generate a thirst. And I recommend Apple and Eve, 100% very berry. Comes in a little box. Okay. 6.75 fluid ounces. Adam and Eve. Well, you know. Not Adam and Steve. Yeah. Adam and Eve. If you got a tent, you know, you could always put your home into a and b and make some money in the summer, live in the tent. Yeah, I, I, idea. I'm, I'm 100 with you on your message on, on this, and it's a shame. However, the Rayathon money, I don't think, would go to the greater good of the American people. It would, uh, they would find some other way. I would, I would love, love. They probably spend it on lottery tickets, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, right. That's another so, thing when you apply fireworks. when you apply for food stamps. You right. gotta go through like fifteen pages of questions and warnings. But two of the warnings are: uh, you can not. It's a felony to trade your food stamps for fireworks, alcohol, and weapons. No fireworks. Like, well, what about July Fourth? Who the buddy? hell? Who the hell is gonna do that? Yeah. You know what? About so July freaking 4th? insulting. And if you don't have a firearm, you can't feed your family because you can't go shoot a moose. And the alcohol, that's uh, antiseptic, right? So I think those are three staples of life right there. But you can buy smokes with uh, stamps? No, no, you can't. Can, can oh, no buy, tobacco. Okay. You no can't tobacco. buy food that are that's already been cooked. Like if you wanted a cooked chicken. Like a Costco chicken for 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah, no way. Nope. Sorry about that. You've got to get it and cook it yourself. But you know what you can get, Walter? What can you get, Jim? An Adam and Eve 100% very berry juice box. Get one today. Is it unsweetened? Oh, shut up. Well, (laughs) you don't want to get a Jim Earl because you ate sweetened uh, juice. 90 calories. That's pretty darn good. Um, let us, you know what, thank you so much for your insight and everything. And I, I know we ran into overtime with you. I hope you don't mind. Not at I all. Appreciate the conversation. Um, we'll end with the clutter family. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about it if you don't mind. It's a little song about the environment. And I think there's a meat, some meat eating jabs in there. Really? Uh, it's kind of a lot of shouting and screaming in it. It's kind of loud. and. I hope you enjoy it.
definitely uh, 90s vibes. Um, a very good song. Who was your compadre? Who was your compadre who uh, sang sang with you? Sorry, that's my dog. Uh, Chris Hobbs. Okay. A uh, friend of mine from comedy uh, way back when. Actually, that was from 2010. 2010. Oh. Okay. And yeah. um, uh, do you guys still still get together and perform or anything? Yeah. Is the Clutter family still a thing? Well, he's in he's in Los Angeles. He's actually he's in Sacramento. I'm here in Maine, so we just uh, communicate uh, electronically. Right.